Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. Today is Tuesday. I'm still safe, sanctified, and Holy Ghost filled. And I am enjoying my journey with Jesus. Hallelujah. So today on this Tell It Like It Is Tuesday, the title is A Man Will Work and Wait For You. To be more direct, we're going to say a godly man will work and wait for you. Let's consider the story of Jacob and Rachel for purposes of this podcast today. That story can be found in Genesis 29. Since I want to keep this podcast short and friendly, uh, we're going to uh, not read that whole text, but you can go turn to Genesis 29 in your spare time to get a little background information um, and to get the whole context of what happened in the story. So the story of Jacob and Rachel. So one day, Jacob, he spotted Rachel. She was very good on the eyes, had a beautiful shape, and he spotted Rachel. And he wanted to marry Rachel. Okay, so he goes to the father. And the father is like, if you work seven years for me, you can have Rachel. And so, y'all, Jacob worked these seven years. And the Bible says the most romantic thing. He's, the Bible says that Jacob considered those years like they was days because his love was so strong for her. Oh, that is just so beautiful. I love that line. But anyway, he worked seven years for Rachel. But something happened. On the marriage night, they set it up, the dad set it up where the young the oldest daughter, Leah, actually went into the bridal chambers and laid with Jacob. Now Jacob thought that this was Rachel. Okay? He thought that this was Rachel. Don't ask me how, but you know how they had weird things going on or weird kind of ceremonies going on back in that day. But he thought that he was laying down and marrying Rachel. But actually, he married Leah and laid in the bed with her. So when he woke up, he realized that, oh my gosh, what happened? What is going on? I supposed to have Rachel. Okay, so anyway, he goes back to the father and talk to him about that. And guess what? The father, the father going to say, well, you know, like it's our custom or whatever, our tradition to marry uh, the oldest child or oldest daughter off first. And really, he never said this at the beginning of their agreement. So after he says this to Jacob, he says, well, you know, if you work seven more years for me, then you can have Rachel. So he said, Jacob had to make him that promise to him. And after a week's time, he can marry Rachel, but he still was going to have to work seven more years. So Jacob made the promise to him that he would work for him seven more years. And so after that week's time was over, he did marry Rachel. And in the story, He indeed worked those seven years that the father had told him to work for Rachel. So actually, he didn't work the total of 14 years just to marry Rachel. So I want you all to know that you are worth the work. You are worth the wait. And a man will work and wait for you. 
So don't people be saying that it's not in a man's nature or it's not in a man. No, no, no. This is scripture. And this was a man. And so a man will work and wait for you. So that entails doing whatever is necessary to marry you because he loves you. So that may require him to build himself up financially. That might require him to build himself up emotionally. Uh, that may require him to build himself up physically. That might require him to build himself up mentally. That may require him to build himself up more importantly, spiritually. Now, he's supposed to be working on all of this before he meets you. But after he meets you, he still should be working on bettering himself. Because the more that he better himself, the more that his family and those around him will prosper. Okay, so he's always on the grind. He is always on his grind. Okay, trying to make things better for himself, you as his wife, his children, and others around him. So I'm telling you, a man will work and wait for you. That also entails waiting to have sex until marriage. To him, it's going to be, okay, a normal or a expectation that he should have for you and you should have for him. Because if he's saying that he's a godly man and he knows that the Bible says marriage is honorable and the bed is undefiable, all whoremongers, God will judge. So he already know that he's supposed to do, he's supposed to not have sex with you until marriage. And if the Bible says it's good for a man not to touch a woman. So to avoid the fornication, he's supposed to have his own wife. He knows these things. He knows that he's supposed to honor his he's supposed to honor God in body and in spirit. These are scriptures that he's already living by. If he call himself a godly man, if he say he's saved, he's already living by this when you meet him. So the expectation is we are going to wait to have sex until we get married. Okay, so you shouldn't even have to like harass him about this because he already know. First of all, he's supposed to come into the relationship being that leader. So he's supposed to lead you to Christ. Y'all supposed to be together, together. So why, why would he not have that expectation? The only reason he wouldn't have the expectation is because he's claiming something that he is not. Okay, so we don't want to get caught up with someone that's claiming something that they are not. A godly man, a holy man, uh, follows God. He is a disciple of Christ. And so he follows his teaching and not just follow it. He obey his teaching. Okay, not just some things like we can't just say we're going to obey him and some things uh, use God as a genie. But when it comes to my sexual life or my uh, dating life, court in life, I just do whatever I want to do. No, because it's, it's scriptures that tell us that, hey, fornication is a sin. Fornication is sin. Fornication, having sex before marriage is a sin. So we want to live lives pleasing to God. We cannot sin. Another story with Joseph. So we can never say that men cannot control these urges under the power of God. Yes, they can because Joseph, the lady... <clears throat> kept trying to get at him 
tried to have sex with him. It got so hot in there, like she really was trying to get at him, that he had to run off and leave his coat because she was making sexual advances at him. So don't tell me. Like, there is some men that is pleasing God, that don't want to sin against God, and you have to have a high standard for yourself as well. So, mm -mm, we're not going to have sexual relations with these men. We're not going to practice sin because we are saved. So, anyway, that man will work and wait to have sex until marriage. You don't have to settle. You do not have to settle for less. Always remember that. Remember that he will honor you. That man will honor you. He will want to protect your purity, okay? Because that's another quality of a husband is a protector. So he want to protect your purity, okay? Protect your testimony. So it's very important. These are good qualities or good aspects to be looking at this, um, to be looking at when you are talking to this man. So remember, he will work for you. He will wait for you. You are worth it. You are worth the work. You are worth the wait. And you are King Jesus' daughter. We are royalty. So, I mean, y'all know that. Everybody cannot have access to us. Everybody cannot have access to our body. And so, that waiting to have sex until marriage is, it is a good standard to have. And I would like y'all to know that there are people that's unsaved that are are holding the standard of not having sex until marriage see their motive is different than ours their motive is just that i have high self-esteem i'm not gonna let you touch me until we get married but our motive is we love god we want to please god and we want to be holy in body and spirit we want to uh honor ourselves and god we want to honor um our future spouse so this is why um, we're, uh, abstaining from sexual relations before marriage. Okay. So you always have to remember your why, uh, you're doing something because it should be in your heart to do it. You shouldn't just be doing it until you find the next guy that you think qualify, um, to have sex with. You should be doing it because you really want to honor God. You love God and you want to please God. So I encourage you ladies to Walk like you are King Jesus' daughter. Talk like you are King Jesus' daughter. And wait on a godly man who compliments and values you. Because he is out there. You do not have to settle for a man that says like he have to have sex with you before marriage. He have to try you out. Try and see. Because I read something one day. Something about like a man don't have to try you out and see. Because he knows your manufacturer who built you. And that's God. And so... If God has confirmed to him that you are his wife, he know that God is not going to give give him someone that he cannot function sexually properly with. He's not going to do that. Okay? So, he won't be worried about having to try you out and try you out and see. Don't believe that. Some women even, even say the same thing, that they got to make sure the sex is good. If you hold it, your mind shouldn't even be thinking like that because your father always knows what's best. You should have a deep enough relationship in God to know that father knows best. And he will always, you know, he'll give me the desires of my heart. He knows what I need. He knows what I want. So don't think that the Lord will have us wait in all of these years and not give us someone that can please us in every aspect of the relationship. 
do don't think that don't sell God short like that because he's a good good father okay so y'all please remember you are worth the work you are worth the wait and pray on it pray on it pray on it keep praying because y'all I just feel like this is the season of kingdom marriages and I've seen one of my um one of the sisters that I know from another state. She just got engaged and I've seen others getting married that are saved. So I'm telling y'all, this is the season for kingdom marriages. So stay in position. Stay prayerful and do not settle. Do not lower your standards. Your man of God is out there, okay? And if you never get married. If you never get married, you need to live your life holy and acceptable unto God because it's not about you. It's about Jesus being glorified through your life. So remember that. Now, please feel free to leave a comment or anything. Leave me a message. I would love to hear from you. Well, you all have a blessed night and remember to keep it holy. Peace.